Oh my God, it's Friday. TGI Gossington's aplenty. Mm -hmm. Yes, on today's episode, we celebrate Black History Month. Yes, we talk about UK versus the world. Uh, Scoochie dresses and all. Ooh, scoochings. Scooch. The scoochings are plenty. We also get a special tip spot from everybody's favorite fat slut, Meatball. Oh, yes. Plus, some emails about being Quebecois, having, oh. per- having uh, performance anxiety, and showing off a great set of tips. Last chance for ice. Are you ready to goss? <laughs> oh, I'm ready. I was born ready to goss. I was born this way ready to goss. Let's go. Let's go. Forever. Dog. Ooh. I, could, could I have extra foam, please? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Extra foam, no whip. We want to welcome you back to Central <laughs> Perk for yet another steaming, steaming, piping, scalding, scalding serving of hot oh, gods. <laughs> this is our I weekly chat that. show. Where we talk about dragonflies, events in our lives, gossip and politics, Politics. and take a deep dive into the DMs. So let's Mm. go ahead and get into some hot Hot hot. gossip. Hot gossip. It's like a hot gossip. Burning in my ears. Hotting in my ears. Hot gossip. You know what? Just speed it up. You don't give a shit. Hot gossip. 1.5 1.5 speed Hot gas. Let's get the fuck out of here. Hot gas. I will, I will podcast them. <laughs> Girl, it is the season for, for the awards, you know, the yes. big contenders. Um, Power of Dog. I mean, it's not nominated for a queer tea, but uh, we are. <laughs> queer tea <laughs> award season is upon us. Mm-hmm. There's uh, we, many, many pods nominated alongside of us. I mean, we've already won two. Yes. Multiple. What privilege. So we're, here's what I think. I mean, we yes, we're in really great company. Race Chaser, as a podcast, we are nominated for a Queer Tea for Best Podcast. How amazing. Very exciting. Yeah. Some other notable um, podcasts nominated are Inside the Groove, The Read, The Bald and the Beautiful, Sibling Rivalry, Psycho Babel, um, be, probably Psycho Babel. Yeah. Okay. I think I spelled it wrong. Being Seen, Getting Curious, Gender Reveal, and Don't Ask Tig. The big category. There's a lot of great podcasts. My recommendation, vote for Sibling Rivalry. Sibling That's Rivalry. who I'm going to vote for. I mean, there's only like two people I'm subscribed to on Patreon. Courtney yeah. um, and Bob and Monet for Sibling Rivalry. Yeah. Those are the only two that I really care about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's I consistently... Sibling Rivalry is great. Yeah, it's consistently great. The show is amazing. I love Bob and Monet and everything that they're doing. So we already have two. Don't vote for us. Don't, don't throw away it. your vote. <laughs> I and I only follow. Be happy about this campaign. I only follow Courtney on Patreon to like. That's <laughs> like a hate follow. What should we like? Ca- should we campaign? Should we be no, like? I I'll Venmo idea. you ten thousand <laughs> cents if you vote for us. Whatever, vote for whoever you want. But my recommendation is. Uh, sibling rivalry because it's yeah, good. And you can go to queerty.com and cast your vote for that. Um, and, and you know what you do takes that every you... day leading up to the award. Yes. A couple times. And and you know what takes you straight to the award page is queertees.com. Oh, where? It's like tees. a shortcut. Yeah. Oh. Is it, it takes you right to the award page. Uh, um, there's also other ca- categories that uh, she mm. she and they are nominated in. We're nominated both in drag royalty with Bianca Del Rio, Jackie B, 
Jujubee, Simone, mm-hmm. Dolly, Pablo Vitar, Murray Hill, and Kylie Sonique Love. First of all, I'm like nine or ten on this list. These people are superstars. Yeah, I I'm definitely feel... not winning this, so you can vote for whoever you want. <laughs> you might. You might I bitch, feel but not I me. mean vote for Pablo. Um mm. Pablo's iconic and I mean yeah. the, arguably the <coughs> COVID. Coughing um, on the pod. Arguably the you know, the biggest, you know, drag star globally in the whole planet right now. So a dragon star. <laughs> a dragonfly. <laughs> So I think Pablo Vitar could really be a contender in this category. I love Jackie Beat. I want to let you know, though, that I'm nominated in an- in another category. What? Uh, which is indie music video. And this is the one I really want to campaign for. It's for Gay Hands Up. Uh, Jan and Peppermint and myself are on this song. Nick Laughlin directed the music video. And this... Video and this process brought a lot of people together. I'm really proud of it. So if you're going to vote for me, for me in general, personally, I really, I'm asking you to vote for Gay Hands Up in Best Gay Indie uh, Music Video, I believe the category is. Word. Um, go on over to Queertees.com. Cast your vote. Um, Put it in the we box. Were do- <laughs> we were doing a Whoopi Goldberg bit at the beginning with the heat wave from uh-huh. Sister Act. Not even thinking about the fact that Whoopi Goldberg is in the news. That is how much of a fixture in culture. She's icon. Icon. Yes. EGOT winner, Whoopi Goldberg. Um, this is from The Root. Uh, now, you watched The View, so you probably saw this, right? Uh, I do. Yes. I, you know what? I didn't even watch the, the day where like the, the actual contentious statements happened. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't watch that day. Um, but Whoopi Goldberg has been suspended from the view for two weeks due to remarks during a conversation about the Holocaust. Um, this comes from The Root saying ABC's suspension decision stems from Goldberg's initial comments about the Holocaust when she asserted that the tragic matter was, quote, not about race, but rather man's inhumanity to man. The longtime daytime talk show host has since apologized for her remarks both online and during Tuesday morning's episode of The View. Uh, she also talked about it on Colbert. Um... I feel like as a comedian, comedians have to look at stuff from an, a, a really objective, um, stark standpoint and break it down to its most minute um, idiosyncrasies sometimes. And I feel like uh, the the fact that she was bra- she was saying it was white, it was like white on white hate, so it's less of a something else. I understand where she was coming from, but like I feel like that might have been like an inside thought or like a with friends thought instead of, and then maybe a correction. Like I'm, she meant no harm by it. I'm sure. So like the suspension just for me feels like you're penalizing an icon for, um, the couple, sorry, I'm going to stop talking. No, I think, I think you're on the right track. I don't think you should stop talking. And I just hate the Holocaust. I'm not a fan of it. (laughs) No, absolutely. Um, And it's, you know, it's a dreadful mark on the face of the humanity on this planet. Um, This, and so that's why talking about it is very like, it's a sensitive issue involving a lot of, a lot of people uh, and the Jewish community I saw a post today from Nadia Ginsburg, who is reposting Bruce Valanche, um, who says, I'm a, I'm a Jew with a long history with Whoopi Goldberg. She's a black woman, and like a lot of black people in this moment, any discussion of race becomes a black-white issue. In the heat of a particular moment, she forgot the bigger picture. She misspoke. I know her heart. She sincerely and profusely and repeatedly apologized for her semantic blunder. But the knee-jerk clickbait 
reactionaries of the keyboard warfare world are out for blood on an hourly basis and they have a victim for the hour. The world is a tough room, but she is not the enemy. Uh, Oh my God, couldn't have said it better. Bruce Valanche is Jewish. Nadia Ginsburg, who reposted this, uh, is also Jewish. And so I I know that... uh, I know that I agree. I I believe that Whoopi Goldberg like said the wrong words and in her mind was incorrect and has said, I was incorrect. I have been corrected. I have learned from this. uh, And I said the wrong thing and it was horrible and I shouldn't have. And I'm sorry. I hope she has a nice vacation. I mean, she's not hurting for money. She'll be fine. Um, oh, she loves it. She always takes Fridays off of The View. So she's probably like, <laughs> fuck, this is great, whatever. But no, it it sucks because in a climate where conversation is kind of not even allowed without, you know, without like, oh my God, you're a fucking monster. You're the enemy all of a sudden. Like that conversation could have been, you know, illuminating for people who maybe think that out there and who need to know like that's not the vibe and that's not correct Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't like the shutting down of civil conversation yeah no me neither ruse promo here for uk versus the world rupaul put on a goddamn scoochie dress some thigh highs and a faux fur coat and looks sickening in this new promo it's very ready to wear it feels less couture than any other promo she's ever done. Am I mad yeah. at it? No, at all. Look at that Photoshop on the corset and the hip. She said, Mama, poke it out. Stick it out. Yeah, this is for UK versus the world. RuPaul's new promo picture came out, and she is, yeah, she is dressed like fucking Nomi Malone in Las Vegas. Scoochorama. I'm not mad. She looks great. I she guess scooched I, it up. I guess my confusion is... Okay, so the style prompt for the girls is they are gladiator gladiator warriors, and then and you're Star is like, Booty's mom. I'm gonna put on, <laughs> I'm gonna put on a hooker boots and a tiny black dress, which I have no problem with. That's what I've worn most of my life is black underwear and black fucking hooker boots. I'm not judging that. I guess just the styling of this is very like I'm I'm a hoe ass bitch and I'm going to the mall and I look sickening. <sighs> but like, why is that the style prompt for well, where the is... gladiator world competition? I don't understand. Is she playing the game of the gladiators at the arcade in the mall? And why is that hoop <laughs> so small? Why couldn't she put on a good Courtney rhinestone hoop? You know, the one she wore in eight episodes. Like even that would have elevated a little bit. The hoop. For me, it just feels like a fail. Like, put on a good hoop, like a Diamante, um, Priscilla's hoop off of Oxford Street. You know the one, bitch. I don't... I can't I can't critique this look because she looks flawless and let's I can let's and I recall. did. I love it, but... She's been on this earth for 60 plus years. This is a feat of... I don't know, science, religion, mm-hmm. nature, spirituality. She's iconic. Well, we're not, and we're not the only, we're not the only drag queens with opinions. The girls from the chop, Manila and Latrice are talking about UK versus the world and covering that. They'll be chasing that race, honey. They got their passport Ooh, yeah. stamps. Michelle holes on it. Juju B. Um, lemon, uh, was the girls had a lot to say on Twitter. I'm, which I'm glad about this franchise that like there's a little less of a gag order as far as what they're allowed to say, I think. Oh, wait, the Roscoe's party, honey. Yup. Mama, it's all that's that's really the show. Like if you're not watching Twitter, you're only getting half the story when it comes to UK versus the world. Roscoe's is the spot. I'm surprised World of Wonder has like. Hasn't been like, you can't have the girls anymore during their season. It's probably not far behind. Okay, why don't we go ahead and throw it to a break, and we're going to listen to this week's Rainbow Spotlight. Ooh. <laughs> from- <laughs> Sorry. Just trying to make COVID. the segment longer. Um, Sneezing is not a symptom. Uh, Burgo Husky, this is called Have a Seat. Have a Seat. So have a seat and let's listen. Sit and spin, bitch. 
See, I smell real good, like a big rump roast. Chocolate, thick boy, and I don't mean to boast. Just cool like that, yeah, the boy so cold. Anything that I touch, multiply tenfold. You ain't talking business, you can keep that in. Cause it don't make sense if you ain't talking Benjamin. Blood the boy in here, keep shit lit. Give him a corner, sit back, watch him write these hits. I'm a bad bitch, check your nigga phone, I'm on the switch list. I don't even want him, can't get this. Breezy like a fan, baby girl, you can keep him. I don't even want your man. I'm a bad bitch, check your nigga phone, I'm on the switch list. I don't even want him, can't get this. Breezy like a fan, baby girl, you can keep him. I don't even want your man. Have a seat, girl, you're fucking up my swag. All out of pocket, trying to stop me from a bad. Have a seat, girl. I'm on another level. I don't fuck with your hoes, so you might wanna pedal. Have a seat, girl. Cause that show ain't met. That mean you too damn close. I can see your tracks. Have a seat, girl. Please get back. You let a big bitch show you how to flip this pack. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or vegan and veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals, so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 and use code drag50 drag to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Drag, drag 50. 50 at com slash drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Um, did you hear it was Black History Month? I did hear that. I did hear tell. I mean, every month should be. I uh, did hear tell. Because the truth is, every every month, sh- it should be Black History Month. But this is the official Black History Month. Do you want to read this uh, yeah. from NPR? 
Every February, the U.S. honors the contributions and sacrifices of African Americans who have helped shape the nation. Black History Month celebrates the rich cultural heritage, triumphs, and adversities that are an indelible part of our country's history. This year's theme, Black Health and Wellness, pays homage to medical scholars and healthcare providers. The theme is especially timely as we enter the third year of COVID-19 pandemic, which has disproportionately affected minority communities and placed unique mm -hmm. burdens on black healthcare professionals. Mm -hmm. There's no American history without African American history, said Sarah Clark Kaplan, executive director of the Anti-Racist Research and Policy Center at American University in Washington, D.C. The black experience, she said, is embedded in everything we think of as American history. T. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, so black health and wellness is the focus this month. Medical contributions, a focus on thriving, health, joy, excellence. American history uh, is deeply marred by the awful treatment of black people, systemic racism, which is built into the structure of this country and this society. Um, and that a lot of times when we talk about important moments in black history, the focus is on overcoming something awful that was done by fucking white people. Have you seen that meme go around where like the teacher asks, how was slavery started? And a white girl raises her hand to answer and the teacher just says, correct. Oh! <laughs> I loved it. I had to watch it twice. I was like, oh, she's right. Because like, and, oh! and on it, it's, it's hard to think about American history without how badly it has treated anybody that wasn't white and Quakery because yeah. they've had to come, every, every brown, black, indigenous person has had to come even further because they were so stifled and put down for so long and like segregation even after. And like, just I, this, uh, this famous structure in LA, a, a lot of famous structures, but the one in the middle of LAX, that white, um, LAX restaurant, iconic restaurant was designed by a black architect. And he had to learn to draw his plans upside down with clients. Cause he couldn't sit next to them at a table. And this was like the sixties. This was like 60, 60 years ago. How, and it's it's stupefying um, how it went on for so long, but celebrating something um, with uh, with health as a and wellness as a as a emphasis. I love that. Yeah. So along with understanding historical atrocities and obstacles, it's really important to celebrate the triumphs and the joys in black culture. So let's do that all month long and all year long. Um, uh, well, why don't we take a moment to get political? Political? Um, uh, you are sing you about warm? it? Is the, is the voice warm? Is the voice warm? Are I just had warmed? some echinacea. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Okay. Have you been steaming? I'm steamed. I steamed. I eucalyptus steamed. Honey, and then I'm I put steamed. a pair. Of, I put a pair of your old tights in there, too. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That costs extra. Okay. <laughs> Three, this is two. a segment we call Let's Get, get political, political, political. I want to get political. Let, Let me find the same rhythm. Give me that echinacea. <laughs> this week in Let's Get Political, in absolutely fucked up American news, critical race theory is a major point of discussion right now. Because yeah. in Florida, so a bill pushed by Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis that would prohibit public schools and private businesses from making white people feel discomfort when they teach students or train employees about discrimination in the nation's past received its first approval this January. The yeah. Senate Education Committee approved the bill that would take aim at critical race theory, though it doesn't mention it explicitly, with Republicans in favor and Democrats opposed. DeSantis held a noogle... Uh, a noogle. DeSantis held a news conference last month in which he called critical race theory crap and said he would seek legislation that would allow parents to sue schools and employees to sue employers if, this, if it were subject to its teachings. Crit now, those that don't know, critical race theory is a way of thinking about America's history through the lens of racism. It was developed during the 70s and 80s in response to what scholars viewed as a lack of racial progress following the civil rights legislation in the 60s. And it centers on the idea that racism is systemic in the nation's institutions and that they function to maintain the dominance of white people in society. I yeah. mean, systemic racism is everywhere. Like the fact that most medical anatomy like mannequins are white. Mm. Like fetus pictures in textbooks, white. Like there's yeah. not much representation. 
anywhere in America that people could grow up seeing just as a default, I feel like, as an African-American. So not allowing critical race theory is even worse because it's like erasing. It's trying to erase things that happened and we need to know about these things. Like, you know, I literally grew up thinking, oh, after the Civil War, slavery was done. Done. We're great after that. Like, and then you learn so many more things. It's like, why was this not included? Like the little chapter on Vietnam in my history book when I was a kid. We knew, girl, that was Cliff Notes. They don't tell us stuff. And yeah, they need to learn critical race theory. And as far as, you know, feeling discomfort is the wording of this, you know, this bill. I mean, discomfort. Like, just shut up. Right. Discomfort is part of having these discussions, and it's it, it, it's you're you're meant to have discomfort uh, because it's a it's a very unsettling thing to to learn about and to know about and to recognize that happened not that long ago in this country and continues and the the framework that the country is built on uh, continues that. I mean, I feel like the the phrase critical race theory is now becoming like such a trigger word that's very polarizing and people immediately are like, that's trying to teach our kids that they're, you know, they're worse than slave owners. And, you know, and and so people are immediately against it. So I think it, I I don't know, it shouldn't be a separate thing like, oh, critical race theory. It should just be like, part of all of the education is the learning truth. about these things. The truth. I mean, learning about these things that happen that are happening now. That's it's not censorship. That's not some wild like theory that needs to be like specifically called out and included. It's like that just should be included across the board in they're, all. They're trying education. to eliminate books that say gay in it too. I think like Judy Bloom had some stuff. Well, um, our books are off the, off the table. We're I gone. Guess. Girl. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the stuff that I need to change in my next book. I and yeah, anyway. Um the the mouse graphic novel, like that was being outlawed in Tennessee. Like mm-hmm. these people are trying to rig the history books for their side. Right. It's so stupid, but uh we have something brighter ahead of us. It's a tip spot. Ooh, really? Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's our sister. Why don't we take a break and um get this get this roast to cooking? So, um, right, do you, do do you want to take the intro on this girl? She's an LA local, I think, because she's a local girl. Freddie uh, gets a mop. I have a feeling <laughs> she's going to make a mess on stage. I saw I her have... bring out a kiddie pool. A kiddie pool? How many cats were in it? Oh, my God. Oh, All right, wow. Let's bring her out. Okay. Hailing from... from the great state of California. She would like to offer you feedings and breedings. <laughs> Seasons greetings. Please welcome our tip spot of the day, of the week. Yes. The one and only, the spicy Meatball. Are you feeling warm? Have you been, did you steam your voice before this? No, that's me just hot right out of, fresh out of bed. Oh my God. Oh, coming in hot. Yes. Yeah, baby. How are you? I'm super duper. Yeah, how Um, are you? I'm good. I saw that you did promotion for Jackass as well. Yeah, except I didn't have to leave my house. I know. I was very jealous when I saw that they were all seated in a Zoom call for you. And I had to scream at them on a fucking red carpet. Bitch, I was junketing Miss Julie Junket. Yeah. But so were you. You looked beautiful. Gave them red and wild. I did, I did. I tried so hard not to pop a boner when I was talking to Johnny Knoxville. He's still so hot. Oh oh my god. He is he is very cute. I um and his boner works now. He broke his urethra once upon a time. Haven't we all? How do you um and Big Dipper has been doing promo for Jackass as well because he loves to get mauled by bears. 
Absolutely. <laughs> he takes long drives to do it too. <laughs> Honey, she goes to Long Beach sometimes. <laughs> she long, goes long Beach, San Francisco, the okay. Bay Area. <laughs> Mama can't Honey, keep in the town. She <laughs> is the Bay Area reporter. <laughs> oh my God. This is not a round table. This is our oh, moment. Sorry, people. sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. She wants to be at a square table, honey, so she can sit on and spin. <laughs> No, I'm I'm here because I want to talk about fat slut. Oh my god, that's oh. your party! I hear it's so fun. Yes, yes, yes well, yes, Alaska yes. has judged the eating competition, and this month, yeah. Willem, you're our special guest. We have you and Jackie Beat in the same night. Oh my gosh! There oh will be wow! Sparks will there be paintball? There will be sparks. There will be sparks. Well, also your season four sister, Madame Laqueer, will also be there. Oh my oh, god! Oh, cool! Um, that's so we what I do, Mama. Yeah. That's what I do. That's... My uncle. Cool. Um, what about your aunt? No, my <laughs> uncle. <laughs> my uncle is drunk. She heard her um, uncle on the show. <laughs> that slut, I just... What is I it? Mean... It's at Precinct. Yes. It's a precinct. It's a fun little party where we um, have performances, and yeah. then we have a sexy food eating competition, which I don't Ooh. quite know how to describe. It's, it's not really about eating food as much as it is about yeah. eating sexy with food entertaining it's, with the food sure. there is yeah. no eating there is no eating the the one i did i think was thanksgiving themed and so all the foods were they got progressively more disgusting like the yeah. final the final like the boss round was was <laughs> a jello with like sausage in it yeah, oh. it, was a, it was an aspic so it was jello filled uh, with uh vienna sausages that's oh so god that it didn't smell bad until they cracked it open, and then the whole uh, bar smelled like cat food. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, God. Come to my party. But come. Please come. You're allowed to leave right Honey. when the food starts getting weird. But we've done some really crazy foods, but I always like to have a rotisserie chicken, because I feel like that's the easiest oh, food yeah. to be sexy. You just put it, it on your hand, good. and then yeah, you, you get it on your puppet hand, show. Yeah. Put it on your head. Um, my signature scent is turducken. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Well, my, are my there any foods that you want to see people eat? <laughs> What'd you say? Are there any <laughs> foods that you want to see people eat? Is there anything that would make you horny? Um, bussy casserole. Okay, so I it's could got just the little crispy onions on top. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, what the else would I like? Onion? To... I like. I like a. I like a corn dog Wolverine. Like corn dogs coming out of every knuckle like, on oh, both hands. Cute. Corn dog wolverines are great because then you could have three different dipping sauces at a time, like a cheddar sauce, cheddar cheese nacho sauce, oh, a hot sauce, and then a ketchup man. or mustard. Like a, a corn dog wolverine would be amazing. If someone did corn dog wolverine with their toes, oh my god, I would live. Like marriage material. <laughs> toes and fingers, they'd look like an amazing corn dog wolverine sloth. Like I able mean, to yeah. scale a telephone pole. That I'd be excited over that. What would you be excited over, Meatball? Um, well, I normally get to pick, but I always get really excited when, kind of along the corn dog line, when I give them just a pile of Twinkies and they oh, can yeah. just grab oh. it, and squeeze it through their fingers like Play-Doh. Uh-huh. I think that that's a very tactile thing. I like, um, I did like the Jello just because of the smell alone. The Ooh. audience felt like they were a part of it. Yeah. Um, um, what else have uh, we tried? Oh, yeah, we did the mashed potatoes and gravy. Cold. Yeah. Cold. Yeah, you always have the food cold. That's rude. I'm not, I'm not paying the cooks at Precinct to heat it up. <laughs> Why? We stand in their job. fridges after our numbers. I don't. I don't you like do. being back there. Freaks that's me the, out. That's the you Boulay don't? Brothers that's the, fridge. That's, that's the best fridge. part. That, that is the best part. bad juju. No, oh. I've sucked dick in that fridge. That fridge is great. Oh. Well, it was getting so small, it was cold in there. I had to do something. <laughs> to warm oh it up God. in my mouth. <laughs> The party fat don't, slut. Don't is shake your head at me, ho. <laughs> up there in the corner, up there in the top. Don't you went you went like this ever so slight. You were like <laughs> the party. Mad, I, I just, mad. She ain't getting cold dick. <laughs> I want to oh, congratulate uh, you, cold Meatball, dick down. because the party fat slut is very successful and very fucking fun. And was it started? I mean, you call it fat slut. Is it started as like a body positivity kind of, is that the moral of the story? Is that the reason of the season? Well, I called it fat slut because I thought that would be funny and that I wanted like, because Precinct is more of like a bear bar when it comes down. Well, now it's just like a drag bar, but it was originally like a bear bar. So I wanted to entice bears and feeders and, 
their uh, admirers to come to the bar and party and watch people eat. So originally it was like a short drag show and then a long eating competition. But now it's turned into a long drag show and a very short eating competition. good drag show. (laughs) (laughs) But we have a wonderful time. I think the audience is really eclectic, which is why I love throwing it because it pulls in so many people. Yeah. So many different people that wouldn't be at a bar together. And I think having guests like Willem is going to be so exciting because, you know, she used to be fat. So I feel like it's going to work through, right? You were a fat kid. Chubby, sorry. Yes, I definitely was. I mean, the ass is still fat. Um, (laughs) Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm so excited for this party. Do I have to do a number? Yeah, you're doing one number. Oh, I love it. Good. I know exactly what I'm doing, what I'm wearing already. Um, When is is it? Friday? It's, it's um, February, 18th. February 18th. Come to okay, the gig. Wow. Um, I am very excited. If you want a hoverboard, I just put a request into my management. Ooh. And um, and we'll see. I don't think I have uh, Raya's number. Oh. Fuck off, bitch. <laughs> oh, this is why you were snubbed for a queer tea, you ugly hog. You ugly bitch. <laughs> you ugly bitch. You they ugly really bitch. said none for you this year, faggots. What they happened? Said none. What? This, we just didn't really? get Snub- nominated. Snubbington I mean- Sn- von Snubberson. But you're nominated for Drag Royalty. To multiple the multiple nominations. So many noms and nods. Oh, wait, yeah. my comedy special is also nominated. I always forget about the comedy special. Oh, Alaska, don't, don't worry. You'll get there. Don't vote Do you for think that. the queer Only three queer tea nods. crash this year? Will it um, be a, an event again? What if I put it on, you under my dress and then you can come out at an inopportune moment? That's going to be a big hoop skirt. Honey, I, I'll need the hoverboard for that, bitch. <laughs> for sure. Hey. Everybody go follow Meatball on Instagram at Spiciest Meatball. This is S-P-I-E-C, Speciest. It's the Speciest <laughs> Meatball. She's, she's She's the most species. I gotta figure out how you went from no extra I to Willem. How you got that name. Who you, Whose dick did you suck in a freezer for that? <laughs> how do you do that? Um, meatball is available, but I can't get it. My publisher got it for me. So now I gotta write a book? Alaska did. So Courtney. <laughs> Not that hard. Alaska, do you want to change your Instagram name? I do. Well, honey, I think the state has you beat. So they got dibs oh, on yeah, that. Oh, yeah, the Taurus. We are neck and neck. When you Google Alaska, <laughs> you don't see about snow and mountains and bears. <laughs> you see um, the purple mountain majesties of her wings. That's drag talk. 75 loads. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You did a deep investigation in your Diane Sawyer wig to a man that took 75 loads on sloppy seconds. Is this correct? Hello. Are we forgetting Dawson? Dawson Dawson did 50. 50. That was 50. And she loved that. Then he followed it the whole weekend. Then he followed it with 100. Well, this man now. Look at you, a calculator. A calculator. Record is 92 loads in two days. Okay. But at the time that we recorded and interviewed him, um, he had only taken 75 loads. But what's great about wow. the episode is that he refused to actually come on the podcast and talk to us. So we sent him an email with all the questions, and we have Bob the Drag Queen reading the answers. <laughs> oh, that's hot. Because we, we needed an Emmy winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, mama. Did she win? No, she's nominated. Yeah, they're nominated. Honey. The I, I just want to hear. I just want to hear the song. Well, I will take ninety-two loads, and I'll take ninety-two <laughs> loads more. Very that ninety-two. That's a lot of um, antioxidants. Wow. Yeah. The doors Willem opened, and we talked to a doctor, that. and he said that G is in here too. Come through. <laughs> What'd you say? You talked to a doctor he about what? You, we talked to a doctor, and he said you can sustain yourself on cum. Like if that's all you eat, you could live. My career's been doing it for twelve years. Proteins. Yeah. Is that why your hair is so pretty? So Girl. shiny? Yeah. Humectants, too. Yeah. Well, that episode comes out today. And I have one more question I'd like to ask. Okay. Willem, why do you like ketamine? I got slipped ketamine at Fat Slut last time I was there, and it really ruined my night. Thoughts? Slip. Yeah, Wait, I hate it slipped? Too. How did you slip into it? Was I it on the floor? It was, I'll I bleep it. it. I can was, bleep it, people. I was told it was cocaine by but I think she knew, and I think she was playing a little game. 
Yeah, that was very that vibe. She also handed me a pill. It's in here, and I didn't it's take fun. it. It's fun. You do it to your sisters. It's very LA. You drug your no. sisters. Very LA. Very LA. <laughs> no. no. You need to bring your test strips to the club, honestly, because what if <laughs> was trying to give you fentanyl? <laughs> you, should test, you, you should test. You should test. Yeah, girl. She said she's getting she's getting too far. I do have fentanyl tests, and if anybody wants them, the LGBT center has free ones. So you can mm-hmm. go grab a handful and bring them home. Yeah, and I have some Amazing. in my purse near the drink tickets. Don't confuse the two. <laughs> I'll see you at Fat Slut, bitch. Bye. Thanks for having me. I'll see y'all later. Goodbye. Bye, Meatball. Thank you so much. Mm. So phosphorescent. Oh, is that chocolate syrup? That no, I think that? Meatball left that. Oh, okay. Meatball pooped in the cave. Um, uh, this is the moment of the pod where we go spelunking. Spelunking. Unking. Unking. Deep inside deep. the DMs. Oh, bovine in nature. Um, this is a follow-up from a teacher. I don't see you walking cows in nature. Hi, girlies. I wanted to respond to the person who said they were considering coming out at work as a teacher. I myself have been through this quandary. The idea of letting students know I'm gay felt too vulnerable for me, but the idea that I could be a role model or safe space for a kid struggling with their own identity made me want to do it. When I was a kid, it would have been life-changing if I had a successful LGBTQ role model at school. Because of that, I decided to make a couple of changes. One, I started answering questions honestly. When kids asked if I had a boyfriend or husband, I just stopped saying no and started saying no, but I have a girlfriend and just left it at that. Mm -hmm. And I didn't go telling any students out of the blue, but if any of them asked straight up how I identified, I was honest with them. Mm -hmm. Two, I put a couple of things around my room that indicate I'm gay, but that kids usually don't notice if they aren't looking. Basically, if you know, you know. Mm. I had a little pride flag hanging in my room and a picture of myself and my girlfriend. Most kids ignore them, but I know or suspect it's been one reason a couple students have come out to me and not other staff. I don't remember if you said what grades you teach, but when I worked with middle schoolers, they completely ignored this stuff. Interestingly, elementary age kids are much more curious and almost ask constantly who's in that picture. And again, I'm honest with them. But whatever you choose to do, you don't owe anyone anything. Do what makes you comfortable. Signed, A. Slash they them. I love that. Love that. Thank you, A. Thank you. Thanks, A. Thank you, A. No, I really love that because there is great power in being like, well, you know, I'm not going to make a big thing out of it, but I am going to just own it. And if someone asks me, I'm just going to be honest. There, I think there's great power in that. So thank you for sharing that, A. And thank you for teaching the children. We need you in this world. Thank there's you. Um, thank you. Our next are... message comes from Kyle. Chere poupe et grande ousse. Girl. You're French Canadian. It's coming the through, French honey. French are going to be sending us letters. The French yet are again. Glad they too. literally are. For my butchering <laughs> of that oh. phrase. Oh, this is a French person. Okay. This, uh, this from Kyle. Uh, Something in French that means dolls and Big Dipper. Thank you. I nearly choked on my poutine when I heard Alaska say on the pod that she was one quarter, not one eighth, Quebecois. I had no idea. Being from La Belle province, oh, Patty, I was so happy to learn that we can claim you, or at least a quarter of you, as our own. And who knows, we might be distant cousins. I'm so curious to know about your French-Canadian background. Do you still have family in Quebec? Do you identify with any part of the culture? Do you understand or speak any French? Sorry, no photo de beat. Uh, très sincèrement, your very distant cousin, Kyle. Um, uh, wow, thanks. Um, <laughs> I do have relatives in Quebec. There is a uh, Nadeau family reunion that happens... Every now and then, I've never gone, but I've heard when is it's it, like Nadeau? so much. 
uh, why you mad Nado? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've heard it so much fun and everyone gets together and just like tells stories of the olden times. My grandmother was fully French Canadian. French was her first ass language and she came to the U.S. and was just a shining light of just like amazingness. I talk about her a lot in my book. So buy my book and you can find out more. <laughs> more on her heritage. I also love this drink, Akai Berry. Oh my Ooh. gosh. Mm. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so excited for this next letter because there's amazing yes. pictures. My dearest Alaska Willamette, dippiest of sauces and distinguished panel of judges. My name is Alba Snow, and I'm 10 days out from my first show. The show is to celebrate my drag mother turning 30. I'm feeling my nerves and jitters increasing with each passing day. How have you amazing divas and dolls overcome these as your first gig drew nearer? Attached are some pics we took of me and my body and looks. Also included a few pics of me and my meatiness out of drag. Thank you for bringing so much light into the chaotic world. Tons of love, Albus. Okay, first of all, I have this dress. This black dress on the end that's also under the cover-up. I have oh. this dress. I wore it in, um, remember the Nostars where my face was on fire with those fire horns? I'm wearing this dress. So, wow. Al- Albus, you get an A-plus from me already. I would incorporate, you incorporate some color and one out of three looks with a pop of color and a fan. I would do a little yes. more color. Um, and maybe yeah. some, like, tippings in your beard like a color or a glitter with a suckless face and body if you did some roller rink opalescent glitter in that beard honey Mama. it wouldn't look chunky it would just like highlight it a little bit and Absolutely. um take you from santa to mrs claus in a second she's got shape i love her shape oh the she body's right so good yeah and the body's scroll correct. down you can really see the shape oh um, get into that shape work Ooh, and the tat i'm not mad this oh this and the orange, orange thong this tangerine speedo, this Tommy Lee running around the mansion yelling at the contractor speedo thong. Not mad. I live. Mm. Um, uh, beautiful, um, girthy member. I don't know if this is Albus's ass or Albus's. Honey, it's uh, an albatross. That's what it is. <laughs> but either <laughs> way, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Um, um, do you get nerves before your first gig? I didn't. I was too drunk. <laughs> I was 13. And it's good that you brought that up because don't get drunk to to get rid of your nerves. Because Do a bump, but don't get drunk. No, because don't do that either. That's, oh, come I on. Right when the number that. starts. No. Well, you're going to have to tell the girls no. to touch bar something different because that's what we do down there. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Hey, touch not. girls. Keep touching. <laughs> Keep keep the nerves, and I I still get nerves uh, before any time I go on stage anywhere. Uh, and nerves are good because they transmute into energy you can use on stage. Instinct. Oh, you're a transmuter now. Present. Yes, be instinct and being present and being able to improvise that in things that are happening in that moment. Mm-hmm. You want to be as fully aware as you can when you're on stage. First of all, to enjoy it, but also it makes your performance better because yes. You know, if something weird is going on over there, you don't want to ignore it as the performer on stage. You want to use that. Make yeah, it give them thing. their transmutations. Transmutations. Yeah. Welcome back to transmutation. transmutation. Girl, you're on mute. You're on mute. That's the whole thing is just a trans girl saying you're on mute. <laughs> Mutations. <laughs> girl, you're still muted. Girl, you're muted in the background. <laughs> just Carrie Colby tapping the screen with her nails going, you're mutation. You're muted. <laughs> Delta being moted instead of muted and then mad. Transmodations. <laughs> Honey. So, Albus, good luck with your show. Let us know how it goes. Um, yes. I'm going to read one more letter. This one is titled, Am I Dumb? Hello, Wilfresca, Aluska, and Big Dip Dip Chick Chick. Long story short, but let's face it, it might get long. I went out for my birthday and kissed someone I once was very good friends with. Benefits. I went out for my birthday and kissed someone I once had a very good friends with benefits relationships with, with the full intention of getting with my ex tonight, even knowing it would just be sex. Am I at a point where CBA for dating... What's CBA? No idea. Am I at a point where CBA for dating just want easy lay, but am I being shitty? Enjoy my breasts. I like to think they're perky. <laughs> Wait, I don't understand a lot of this letter. Like, So she had... Uh, she had a friends with she was making out with someone she was friends with benefits with, even though she was planning on getting with her ex the same night. Honey, I've made out with more than two people in one night and fucked another guy. So don't you worry yeah. about nothing. 
you the part you can make out with as many people as you want with the party, but you always want to bring a single single digit number home, nine or less. So oh, as okay. long as you're still nine or less, that's fine. You can make For out with sure. anybody you want with at the party, and then fuck whoever you want after. You're fine. I don't. We don't know what CBA is. Is that a youngster thing? Because we're almost forty. The vibe I got from this is she got drunk and then wanted to send you her breasts, so she wrote this email. It does. Oh yes, seem very like that a meandering. With Delta and Raja. <laughs> I, I'm not really sure the story that happened. I'm not really sure what the question is. I mean, the breasts are lovely. The breasts are fucking stunning, Perked. and yes, very perky, um, beautiful. Wow, so nice. Sorry. And you look comfy because you're in bed, and you're just like, "Hi, these are it." Okay. Maybe she did some ketamine with Back meatball and can't feel her legs. I would like to know what CBA is. Yeah, if anybody knows what CBA is, write into racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. You can also cock, send us... It stands for cock and ball acupuncture. Collective bargaining agreement? That can be it. Girl, you on that to Google too P- much. PDA? Well... CBD? I don't... Maybe... Okay. It, she went out for her birthday, okay? Yeah, let's and so I think what happened was she just wanted like an old standby rather than rolling the dice on somebody new, like somebody who okay. can get the job done. We have a shorthand. We we know our language and like, you know, I, where to put the shorthand. Yeah. You can get some action on your birthday. So like action. What? Action. I, I love the These are my titties. <laughs> It means this message meanders. <laughs> can't be arsed. It's a oh, British, she's British. So she's saying, "Am I at a point where I can't be arsed for dating, and I just want an easy lay?" Oh, but am I being shitty? What's no, you're allowed to do what you want. Some people, some people know that they want to date and have sex, but they never want to get married, and there's nothing wrong with that. Some people are married and are doing both of those things anyway. Um, yeah. So, like, do do you, bitch? Life's short. Yolo, ho. Exactly. YOLO, if you know, you know, um, a dragonfly. Thank you a so much. A dragonfly. <laughs> Thank you so much for writing to us and yeah. sharing uh, everyone. Um, we and you found can, some letters. <laughs> you can send your questions via email to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And thank you so much for listening to Hot Goss. And a special thank you to our guest, Meatball. Yes. And as always, we have some really fun bonus video content available on patreon.com slash Willem. You can't see it anywhere else. Mm-mm. Follow us on Instagram at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, at Race Chaser Pod, and at Mom Podcasts. Yes. And that link tree at Race Chaser Pod will direct you to cute merch, like tickets a link tree. for the UK dates of the Race Chaser Live tour this summer, and also mm. links to donate money to be to BLM organizations, queer nonprofits, and information on combating increased anti-Asian violence. Yes, hit the link tree! Get the vax, get boosted, wear a mask, stay safe and healthy, please. Oh, girl! Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a forever dog podcast. Hosted by Alaska Thunderfuck and Willem. Produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is by Alaska Thunderfuck. <laughs>